0: Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis.
1: Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at
0: Night show. In studio with us, Congressman King, Judge Weinberg, John Katsimatidis, and myself, Lydia, on the line with us. We have Charlie Gasparino. You, just, of course, see him on Fox Business. He's a journalist, and he's really good at breaking down something complicated into something simple. Welcome back to Cats at Night. Can you talk to us Charlie about what's going on with the interest rate? Are we on the precipice of a recession or what's going on? Uh we'll probably get a recession. I I don't know how deep it's going to be. I mean, I can just tell you from the Wall Street standpoint, the big firms is that they, they are pricing in an economic slowdown that's probably a recession. There's no doubt. Just I'm based on what I hear about there. Um, their employment, what they're going to do with employment? They're going to cull about five uh, percent of of their staffs. They're going to uh, essentially whittle down the workforce through attrition. <laughs> they're going to cut bonuses. So they are planning for a, a recession, and a lot of this is um, based on obviously deal flow s- slowing down because of because of what's what's happening with the economy. From uh, big firms are not expanding, so I think we're likely to get that. You know what I don't know is how deep, how long, and I, what I don't know is if the Fed's approach, which seems to be, you know, a measured approach, but keep raising rates continuously, is good. You know whether it's best to just puke it out of us fast, get the squeeze the inflation out, or is it better to just kind of go slow and you know go down a point every two months until we get to two percent. And then, you know, what we have is a very, you know, kind of a recession of slow growth that's almost like death by a thousand cuts only over a year as opposed to three or four or six months. That's what I don't know. And I don't, I don't think anybody knows, but that's kind of what Powell's signaling today. We're going to keep doing it. Uh, 7%, 7.1% CPI or whatever that was is not a game changer, even though I know stocks. And others liked to say, "Oh, it's it's slowing. It's seven point one is not good." I,
1: I think, Charlie. I, I don't think America doesn't want to go into a recession. The, the American people still don't want to believe a recession. But Washington, uh, the White House wants to. F- what Jay Powell is going to do is he's going to force a recession.
0: Yeah, I mean the the, the problem is that. If you are, if you want to get rid of inflation, now sometimes inflation, if left unchecked, leads to a recession because people can't afford stuff, right? But, so but, don't but do Charlie, anything.
1: we're on the fast track. <laughs> what I said on Maria's show the other morning when when the news broke, if we take, we took a pause when when COVID happened. Well, sometimes you have to take a pause and see. Oil is down to seventy-one, seventy-two dollars. Maybe maybe we we don't have to break the real estate industry to to fix a recession. Well, then if if that were the case,
0: we would have a CPI print that's significantly below seven, not seven point one. And and the problem is we don't, and because there's other inflationary pressures in the mark, in in the economy. I mean, the stock well, market may still be overvalued.
1: Food, food is still going up. Food is going up significantly. And well, that's a problem. Fertilizers going up significantly—that's
0: uh, a problem, and you, uh, you can't. My I, electric and, and,
1: bill doubled.
0: And here's the thing, John, and I think this is what people are forgetting. Like, yeah. if you know, some some liberal economists like Paul Krugman will say, "Oh, so well, I've got a little inflation? Who cares?" You know, when you have like rampant inflation that's intractable at seven percent, it will lead to a recession. It often does because you can't afford stuff. I mean, I, I think that's the problem: wages. Never really keep up with price increases.
1: That's right. Because what they're doing is they're punishing the poor and the middle class. Guys like me and you, we don't care. That's true.
0: That's true. And they're doing that because they're doing nothing with the supply side of the economy. They're not loosening up regulations. They're actually ramping them up. I mean – you know the, you know we talk about supply chains all we want. You know one reason why supply chains are hindered is because you know all these companies face massive amounts of oversight from Washington, so it really is a mess. you know I think Biden was lucky in this sense, and the Democrats are lucky that the election was held in November as opposed to maybe January of next year, which might not be too pretty with this economy.
2: Charlie, you mentioned supply side. Is there anyone in this administration even thinks of the term supply side?
0: No, no. They think yeah. it's like voodoo economics, right. <laughs> which was a term used by a Republican, by the way. Yeah, George, George Bush. H. Yeah. W. Bush, but uh, yeah. on Reagan's uh, supply side economics. Uh, no, but, you know, they don't, and they don't care, and they're not going to change. Um, there will be some oversight of this with Republicans in the House. Um, losing the Senate was was a, is a real problem for the republicans because there's not enough oversight of it but uh you know here's the thing you you know it if next if if in january we have six percent inflation and the fed has to go back to another 50 and keep saying well we're doing another 50 for the next six months i mean you could see you could see all asset prices go down I mean, that's, like, that's a real problem. That's the problem. It's not inflation's not going down fast enough, and I think Powell said it today.
2: Yeah, but, Charlie, it's Richard Warmer. The problem is consumers have to have confidence that they have a future and they can afford the things they need to do to, to live and take care of their well, families. True. And in the long term, if this keeps going on, this is a very bad thing. And if the value of people's apartments, their homes go down, they feel less wealthy. Less secure. And that's if you're true. less wealthy and less secure, they're going to be very tight in how they do their spending.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Inflation often leads to a recession. And that's the problem. You don't want – and then you you have something called stagflation, which is – That was you know, Jimmy Carter,
2: right? Jimmy Carter was stagflation.
0: Oh, I remember it. I was living through it. And I'm sure you were too, Pete. <laughs> yep. I mean, you know, it was not fun. And it, it, it really screwed up everything. I remember New York City – I mean, the stagflation wasn't the reason why New York City went bankrupt, but, you know, I'm sure it didn't help, you know, to have, you know, wicked inflation and and a recession and on top of rampant crime in the 70s. And, you know, we almost – the city almost went bankrupt.
2: Well, Charlie, you hit on something that's very, very interesting. The city of New York and the state of New York have been lucky because they got an influx of federal cash. That's ending, which means – and I did 14 city budgets when I was at City Hall – that means that you're not going to have sufficient revenues to support all the the staff and all the programs, the social programs in the city and the state. They're going to run out of money. Then what happens? They're going to cut what or raise taxes?
0: Yeah, New York is is going to be – it'll be interesting to see how we get through this um, because the crime has forced so many people to leave the state. They're not coming back, I don't think, and uh, and particularly the city. And you know we're going to have a cash crunch here. You know we actually need more cops, not less cops, right now. Uh, So I think uh, you know it'll be interesting to see. Listen, I wouldn't be a holder of New York City or New York State bonds right now. That's you know as someone that dabbles in municipal bonds, I would stay away from those types of bonds because just the the economic outlook for the city and state is just really you know once that federal money dries up. And does anybody know when it's drying up? I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure they're still, they're
2: still using it. Well, but, uh,
1: Schumer is still majority le- leaders. And uh, and don't forget the minority leader okay. is, uh, uh, what is it, Jeffries? Yeah, Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries. What? So you got two New Yorkers on New York's side to get money. Yeah, but Kevin McCarthy is not going to do anything for New York.
2: Yeah, they're not going to do it. You yes. so you'll be under uh, enormous yeah. pressure from yeah. some Okay, I'm going to give you that.
1: I, 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 if uh, if the New York congressional uh, uh, people go along with the Democrats from New York, I mean, what would you like? You you went along with the Democrats.
2: No, I, I used to fight the Republicans all the time on that because all New right. York was really the step trial. So
1: we want the New York congressman well, we'll to, to, to worry about New York before they worry about but the, yeah, but the uh, boat I crap, Pete, and, the what boat I crap Pete in Washington. Fighting,
0: I, what I remember Pete fighting about was on SALT. So yeah. not on not on these spending measures and all this other and all this all this welfare.
1: Listen, the MTA he, he, is not going to make it. I
0: agree it. with Peter when he when he went when he said the salt deduction needed to stay if you know all things being equal. You know, that was that 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 was that hurt New York and it's still gonna hurt New York.
1: Yep. The MTA is not gonna make it. I mean, more people are walking in for free than are paying. Uh, we had...
0: Here's a significant item. You know how much debt is on the MPA balance sheet? Oh, a zillion dollars. I mean, it, 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 those bonds are are held throughout municipal portfolios. A
1: zillion dollars. And and, and, and the, the only way they can those bonds are any good is uh, if uh, Washington gives them money. Otherwise, those bonds are not worth... What was you much? We used Bupcus? to say Chinese money. But <laughs> Chinese money that. might be better now. Uh, about <laughs> whoopcas? Whoopcas? Yeah. is a toilet <laughs> You know, uh, uh, Charlie. What was the other thing I wanted to tell Charlie? Um, HSBC. <laughs> well, HSBC. You know, they, they announced today that they're not going to lend to oil companies and fossil fuel companies. That's yeah, going to be you know, good. I think.
0: I think the uh, the woke stuff is going in the opposite direction here in the U.S. Well, somebody
1: forgot to tell London.
0: Well, good.
1: Let them do it. Uh, Charlie Charlie Gasparino, thank you. God bless you. Fight hard for our country. See you soon. Thank you, Charlie. And we're going to take a, a, a break now, and uh, we're going to listen to see what, what the, our market did with Lou Dobbs. And then when we come back, FTX, we're going to have the former uh, chairman of the SEC to talk about FTX and where is the money.
0: Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.